Welcome to R&R Showtime with Robert and Ryan. Long and time long time no here, right? Yeah. And uh, what are we doing today, Ryan? Well, we're going to count down our 10 favorite movies of the year 2022. Yeah, what a list. What a list. Uh, what, a, what a year of movies. I've watched more movies this year than probably any year before, I can only imagine. Yeah. And, well... I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's hard to say. I, you know, I, I become a little more become a little more cynical over time about movies, and so, um, you know, my whole rating and way of looking at movies is a little different. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. Let's just get started. Yeah, let's just jump into it. Um, well, let let's sort of like set this up. Like, uh, twenty twenty two overall. Like, uh, I feel like you probably saw more movies than you have in past years too. Like, what do you what do you think of the of the year in movies as a whole? Like, do you think this was a good year for movies? Like, compared to last year, do you think your favorite movie last year? Do you think your the, the best movie this year is better? Uh. My favorite movie this year is probably, yeah, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. So, but, but like, yeah, this, I feel like this year had, had, uh, had, had a good range of movies in a sense. I mean, I think there was a fair amount of disappointments, um, but also just a bunch of good, solid, well-made films and some, you know, real standouts. So, yeah, I, I feel like overall, I think I like this. I think this year had higher highs than I've felt in movies in a few years but uh yeah like a lot of i think there's just been a lot of uh disappointments yep disappointment mediocrity yeah but this is not the mediocre list this is the top 10 list so before before we actually hit the numbers on our list let's go over some honorable mentions and i know you have a few yeah so uh i'll just go through all all of them right we're we're gonna do three go for all yours um, so I'm going to honorably mention, I'm going to do Barbarian, right? Great film. Um, the reason it gets an honorable mention is that just for me, horror films in general don't usually like really make high marks. And, and But I admit it was a good movie. I thought it was, I, I really did enjoy it. Um, but it still just doesn't quite make it into a top 10, you know, for how I felt about it. Um, Cyrano musical movie in some ways like i it was hard for me to you know get it into the top 10 but like i I mean i listened to like songs from that movie after i left it and sort of stuck with me so yeah there's one song that 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 really hits from that movie and then uh the inspection which was a movie i didn't really know a lot about going into didn't necessarily know if i would like it or not but it was like a profound and good movie enough that i wanted to make mention of it um but uh, it still just didn't quite make it into a, a top 10 list, right? My top 10 list is mostly subjective. Um, it's entirely subjective, really. Like, they're, they're arguably better movies that don't make it into my top 10 uh, list. Uh, so, but that, that movie was that movie was worth mentioning from when I saw it. Nice. Uh, my honorable mentions are going to be, uh, so I'm going to cheat and name two movies as one, uh, but Pearl and X. Uh, if you've heard of the movies, then you probably already know that they're connected the One's a Pearl is the prequel to X and there's going to be a third movie coming out uh, next year in, in the sort of trilogy with the uh, same director and the same lead actress, Mia Goth. But uh, yeah, X and Pearl, just like uh, two little delightful horror movies, very different movies, uh, like really capture completely different styles of film while still like making sense together. I'd also like to give an honorable mention to The Northman. 
uh, an A24 movie about uh, Vikings. And it's a, it's a, it was just a rad movie. uh, And it's a, I, there is no other movie that I watched this year that was like that movie. So it, 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 it deserves mention for the singular uh, experience that it is. And uh, the last one that I want to give an honorable mention to is bros. Uh, the romantic comedy starring Billy Eichner. Uh, I was anticipating that movie for a while and I thought it was very funny and I just had a great time with it. Um, didn't do super great at the box office and it wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but I just, I, the movie really speaks to me personally and I just think it deserves uh, more love than it got. Word. Can I mention that? There's a lot of movies that, you know, Ryan watched how many movies this year? Uh, 81. 81, yeah. And I think I watched like 40, right? So he watched twice as many as me. There's quite a few movies, including like X and Pearl, which I watched about the first 20 minutes of X and was like, I would like to keep watching this. But I watched it at someone else's house where I didn't have that service that provided it and then just didn't get around to, you know, actually seeing it. And and I wish I watched it. I wish I watched Pearl. And I wish I watched a bunch of different movies that I know Ryan has seen. So his his list probably actually has more, I mean... I don't know. Uh, I think you're gonna. You're probably gonna hear uh, like a couple movies in my top ten that you didn't see. Yeah. So I, I admire that you got to watch a few movies that I did not get to watch. But I also I, didn't watch movies because I was, I, I was you know tired of watching certain movies and really didn't even want to keep wasting time on film that I, I you know when I've already become so apathetic to some film. Actually, now that I look at my top 10, there's only going to be, I think, two movies that you didn't see, but you watched me watch. Yeah, I did a lot of side watching. This guy watched a lot of movies in, in the domicile. Area. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I, I was trying to play catch up this last month, and I'm glad I did, uh, especially for my number 10. So if you don't mind, I'd like to go ahead and start off. My number 10 is the um, uh, straight to Hulu uh, film Prey. Uh, in, set in the uh, Predator universe, this movie uh, takes place in the uh, 1700s in uh, America, and it follows, uh, I want I believe it was a Comanche tribe of uh, Native Americans, who, and it sp- specifically follows one girl in particular, who's, uh, I believe, the daughter of the uh, former chief, and um, uh, her brother is in line to become the chief and she's basically she really wants to be a hunter but because of how others are perceiving her uh she's basically being groomed to be a healer which she is good at being a healer and and being a tracker but um uh, this sort of comes to a head when uh who else but the predator would show up or a predator i suppose because it's a it's a species not a individual i guess yeah but uh and this is actually the only Predator movie that I've seen, uh, unless you count like I vaguely watched Alien versus Predator. I I don't even think it was Alien versus Predator. I think it was the second one, the Requiem one, mm. which is like you know probably not the best pre- Predator experience. But yeah, I just thought this movie was way better than like I, everything I heard about this movie that was that it was really good. But like just like the action, the tension like uh, i it, it's it's one of those things where you just kind of got to watch it to understand and it does that it does the thing of putting a dog in a movie so you want to see the dog make it to the end <laughs> and you got to watch the movie to see if the dog make makes it to the end huh yeah got you now you gotta watch it it's on hulu 
Yeah, well, I did side watch a little bit of it. It did look pretty solid. Um, never got around to watching it. Heard heard some good things about it as well. But uh, right on, it, 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 you liked it enough and made it to your top ten. Yeah, like I, 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 it. There's another movie that I watched very recently where I finished it and I thought, wow, okay, yeah, that's going straight in the top ten. Wow, interesting. Very cool. Well, uh, we'll roll right in the mine. This is a movie that you have your seen. You've, you've seen every movie that I've seen. So, um, uh, my number ten is Nope. Ah, yes, that's a very good movie. Nope. Very divisive. Apparently, you either hated it or you loved it. I was one of the people that loved it. Uh, you know, I thought it was very good as well. Yeah, most of the people I talked to also loved it. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I don't fully understand people that really, really don't like it, um, but I can respect it. Um, and I, you know, hey, man, I just thought it was a well-crafted movie. It, it, it put everything together well. And I remember, I, I recall being in a theater and feeling certain things, feeling being impressed and stuff. And and with this list, I really just kept trying to think because it was hard to order things, right? Like, how do I say what's better or worse? I just kept thinking, how did these movies make me feel? Did I feel impressed? Did I feel excited? Did I feel emotional? Um, and so this one, this one impressed me. So it makes it in my my ten. Yeah, what what I actually uh, nope's not going to be in my top ten spoiler, um, uh, but I do think it's a very good movie. Uh, it's not my favorite of the of Jordan Peele's uh, directorial works uh, thus far. It, it is actually probably my least favorite, which I think is why I actually am lower on it than you are because I can't help but think of his other movies which just like were like a number one movie and like a top five movie for me uh those years but uh nope it had this effect where like it it, it almost felt like i was watching jaws at part of the movie and i think jaws is arguably the best uh horror movie ever made and so that alone i think is really something to be said about the movie um yeah i i don't understand how anyone could think that it's not at least a good movie. I don't get disliking it is the thing. Yeah. But I, you are right. I do think it is a bit divisive. You know, funny that, I, that you said something about jaws, right? And they, they anchor you to jaws by literally putting a preview of jaws right before the thing. When we saw it out. in theater, they did do that. Yeah. yeah. And I asked other people, they said they also saw a jaws preview. So that was like a purposeful thing. They anchored that movie in jaws by showing you a preview right before it. So, um, but yeah, I guess, uh, so we will go into your number nine, my number nine. Okay. Yes. Well, my number nine is, uh, a knives out mystery, the glass onion glass onion, huh? Hey, you know, I love a good whodunit and this was a good whodunit. Um, uh, just, you know, it, I almost, almost in a way better than the first knives out because it was a little more, um, a little, you know, it tried to approach it a little differently with, while still being the typical formula, um, uh, you know, this year there was another movie uh, that, that was a whodunit, See How They Run, that also tried to subvert the, the expectations, but just didn't really hit the right mark. This yeah, one, this I one have, did for me. That movie is uh, not no offense to See How They Run because I think some of the performances in it are pretty good. Saoirse Ronan, I think, was good, and um, uh, Sam Rockwell, I liked. He did it. He did an incredibly convincing British accent, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like I, I kind of forgot that he's Sam Rockwell at points, but uh, yeah. Um, Glass Onion, great movie. Yeah, I I really dug it, and I I I want these movies to be successful, so they keep making them. So yeah, but and so my number nine is a a, a movie where it has one big glaring flaw to it in my mind, but I'm just willing to overlook it because it 
as a theatrical experience, I was just sort of taken away uh, by uh, Austin Butler's performance as Elvis in the movie Elvis. That movie was so rad to me. Like, I didn't even think that I liked Elvis that much, but the way I'm a Boz Lerman directs that movie and the way he directs like the all, like the music scenes and Elvis's performances in that movie are just so electric that like they're not it's not exactly what his performances were like back in the day but you get the feeling of what it must have been like to watch him um uh, with we're we're clearly watching from like our modern day idea of what uh, entertainment looks like and all of the uh, the flair that is required to make something stand out these days but you know uh he he finds a way to put that on Elvis and make it not feel out of place how he's performing and and Austin Butler just he like it, it, I I don't know if he'll win best actor but he damn sure is going to get nominated like I cannot see anyone else I I cannot see how he would not get nominated for best actor and I think he deserves to win um uh, above like anyone else in my opinion yeah respect respect and um uh so now that i'm done with my number nine i can uh jump into your number nine because at number eight i have glass onion oh (laughs) you mean my number eight right or it was your number nine, though. I'm jumping uh, into your you're number jumping nine. Jumping into my number nine. I uh, all I said it. when you were talking about it, all I said was, "Yeah, that's a good movie," because yeah. I knew it was coming up next. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, Glass Onion. Uh, I so the first Knives Out movie I watched, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is a good movie." And then I left, and like people seemed to like be like, "Oh my god, this is like such a great movie." Like, I I thought that the first Knives Out was good. I never went back to rewatch it. So maybe watching it a second time would help me to like, see like, like how well-crafted it is as a movie. But I, I kind of felt that that movie was at times overrated. I did enjoy it and I did think it was a good movie, but again, like I think there was a lot of hype around that movie. This movie on the other hand is exactly like, if anything, I feel like it's underrated. Anybody who thinks that it's, not as good as the first knives as knives out was i i don't understand i think this movie does such a a more clever subversion of the mystery trope and like the structure of the movie i love that this movie is structured so differently than knives out was but also they feel like they fit into the same universe other than just having uh ben la ben la blanc Blanc? benoit blanc benoit blanc uh in it as the connection thread and the, uh, I, yeah, like I, I like this movie more than knives out and, uh, knives out was a great movie, but this movie is better in my opinion. Yeah. Would agree. Um, so moving right from your number eight into my number eight. Yep. Uh, previously mentioned by you, but not actually in your top 10, the Northman. You know, I dig the setting. It's it's a excellently crafted film. Uh, it's a little more artistic in some ways. It's a little more, you know, th- than almost I typically would appreciate. But I just think it's such a. I think it, I think it respects. It's an A twenty four movie for those who understand what A twenty four movie means. Yes, yeah, a little a little weird, but I, I actually like I like most A twenty four movies. Like I that that whole studio, almost everything they do, I I enjoy it. And for being a studio that kind of produces 
weird, almost horror, but not quite horror things. You know, they just have a different style. I believe this I one. Dig it. I believe this one was directed by Robert Eggers, uh, yeah. the uh, the of the the witch and um, uh, the lighthouse, uh, which both of those movies actually share um, uh, one of their uh, leads because um, uh, Anya Taylor Joy made her breakout in the the witch and is in the Northman and does a great job. I think she always does a great job. Yeah. And um, uh, Willem Dafoe was in the lighthouse and is also has a much smaller role in mm. uh, the Northman, but uh, he's doing his Willem Dafoe thing and it's fun to watch. Yeah. And Alexander Skarsgård, is it Alexander or I know it's a Skarsgård. It's one of the Skarsgårds is in this movie. I think it's Alexander. It's just, he's excellent, man. He, he just brings this, uh, this like when, when you see him, the, the moments when he's, you know, in battle, he brings us this, this real fury. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the movie was just great. It was excellent. Um, and I I loved it. I, I like I said, it was an honorable mention for me. Um, but yeah, so I, I respect the choice. Uh, do you want to go into your number seven? Yes, my number seven. I'll preface it a little bit with recency bias, right? Might come into this. I might look back on it and adjust it. But this movie, you know, it's funny. This movie helped solidify that my whole scale of, uh, you know, letter grades for many movies I've applied just has to shift down as a whole overall. I mean, I, I recognize that, you know, I gave way too many movies B's that like I, I did give them B's because I didn't want to almost insult them. But re realistically, more movies that I had in B's were C's. Uh, and and uh, this movie helped me to recognize that when when I was talking to Ryan about it afterwards, I, I said it was like a B minus. And, and he and he thought that that was like, uh, like, this isn't very, you know, like, I didn't like it that much, but I did kind of like it. Uh, oh, yeah. I just realized what movie this is. Yeah, it's Avatar 2, The Way of Water. I love that. I and love again, that, that. recency bias, right? Maybe I am I'm complaining it. But here's here's the thing is I didn't end up going to see it twice. And both times this movie made me emotional and both times this three hour movie passed by like it was only an hour and a half. Really, I, I so I I actually recently watched it for the second time too, and I have a very similar opinion about the movie. Like when we finished watching it, because we watched it for the first time together, when the movie ended, I was like, "Wait, that was it? That was the three hours? Like that? It, it just felt like it passed by so quickly." And yeah, like on the second time, I think I even got watered up more at that at the. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil the scene, but the I think there is a scene in particular that is like deeply emotional, but there's scenes throughout the movie that are emotional. And actually, so this movie won't be in my top 10. It's in my top 20, though, uh, out of 80. So I, I, I do like the movie. Um, I actually appreciate there's like a there's a symmetry in the movie that I didn't notice the first time where you see a um, uh, where he talks about I think it's the beads of the the, the Navi and the first bead um, uh, is uh, represented early in the movie. And then that gets a sort of follow through at the end of the movie. There's all these little touches that reward watching it multiple times. Uh, honestly, I feel like my biggest complaints about the movie are that it's setting up for movie three, which I've heard is already a fully filmed movie. They just need to st stagger the releases in order to get people excited, basically. And uh Sometimes the uh, the high uh, frame rates look weird. Uh, I have criticisms of this movie. Hey, I think it is a little bloated. This movie could be a more concise, could be cut down. Um, as much as it it does a great job moving through three hours in a way that makes it feel you know quick and good, it still could be uh, smaller. It still could be a little tighter. There's some recycled stuff in this movie that is not ideal. There's some problems with some of the character arcs. Like I, I actually have a lot of like legit criticisms. 
but I cannot get away from that this movie has has a good story. A good story that makes me feel things. It looks amazing. It's a good. It's a movie that uh, was enjoyable to watch. And you know, it, it like I, I look at all these other movies on the list, and there's so many that was like, well, this was good, and, and this one was a really excellently done film. But like this one, this one hits so many marks for me that it it still just makes it. it again, it, the list is more about how these movies made me feel, and this one made me feel stuff. So it, it gets in there. I feel it. Uh, so that was your number seven, correct? Correct. Uh, you you prefaced yours with uh, this may be a recency bias. I watched this movie less than a week ago, and it's the second of my two um, uh, movies that I watched on Hulu with you vaguely being around to maybe see some scenes from it. Um, uh, the movie Fresh, starring Sebastian Stan, and uh, I can't remember the lead actress's name. Uh, I, I I don't really recognize her from too many other things, but uh, she does a great job, and uh the thing about fresh is that I knew what the movie was about going into it. And I think that it made the reveal of what the movie was about a little. I wish that I could have experienced it, not knowing what it was because I was basically watching the beginning of the movie, knowing what was going to happen. And so I kind of want you to people to be able to go into the movie with that surprise in a similar way. I'm going to feel about another movie on my list. Uh, But needless to say, uh, Fresh is a movie where um, I I believe it would fall into the horror genre. I will say that now. And it's probably not a movie for everybody. uh, But this the movie, like, it's the most engaged that I've... Well, not the most engaged, but it's one of the most engaged that I felt watching a movie on my couch. And, like, uh, when I don't need... when a movie can get me like just super excited and I'm not in the theater, that's just a sign of like something really special for me. And uh, this movie, I just think it's really special. I like it. Uh, I took me a long time to get around to watching it. This movie I think came out in like May of this year. So it's been around a while. And so I'm, I'm happy that I got around to it. Oh, cool. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, it's really cool that you end up watching like so many of these kind of these movies that almost fell by the wayside a little bit. And, and for one of them, really make it in your top 10. It's, it's the same thing with when we did our Oscar challenge where I, I watch movies I never would have even paid attention to or, or cared for. And then was like, wow, this is literally one of the best movies I watched all year. Yeah. Like that happened, that happened basically both years, like with uh, Coda and the father for me, which were like in my top two, or if not my number ones, I think they were my number two twos on each list yeah i think um i think koto might have been my number two or one as well i think we could yeah but uh i like those are both movies i was aware of and that i had heard good reviews about but like not enough for me to go and watch them and then when i watched them i was like oh wow how how could i have made this mistake of not watching these Mm -hmm. but uh uh where are we now now? Number six? Uh, yes, I'll go into my number six. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is the only super... This is he- the story of a girl. <laughs> uh, this is actually the story of a boy who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Is it? Uh, yes. Uh, this is my, the only superhero movie on my list. It is The Batman. Uh, uh, let's let's save some time because our sixes are the same. Yay! It's, it's the Batman. So we're both talking about our number six, which is the Batman. Uh, yeah. Uh, our Pats. He 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 he's doing it. That was a. Uh, 
I, I, I've gotten a lot of distance from this movie since we first saw it, like so early in the year. Uh, in fact, it's the, of the top 10, it's the movie that I watched the longest ago, but, uh, God, it, I, 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 we did a Batman ranking list, I think after this movie. And I think we both had it as our second favorite Batman movie, right? Yep. Yeah. And that like, and it's second to the dark Knight, which is like, it's such a high bar and it, and it exceeds every other Batman movie, which are all great films. Yeah. Well, not every single one, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, like they're all solid. They're all good. I mean, like they, they are the, the kinds of things that kept serial, superhero movies like alive during times when many superhero movies were bad. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it just hits the right notes. It's the, the world's greatest detective of Batman that we don't see in a lot, actually a lot of the superhero movies where it's, it's usually like him being crime fighting gadget guy, um, or, or slapstick. Uh, crime fighter guy um but but and it's such a grim world it, it just yeah it just yeah, hits all these right notes it's amazing the aesthetic of the movie it's just so dark and i like and all the acting performances are great in it um we got uh honestly if you want to hear our more prolonged thoughts on this we did record a top 10 batman thing uh list and uh we're i think our fresher opinions um uh from that list uh maybe uh better served but yeah the the fact that this movie has sat with me and i still think back to it and i'm like yeah that was a great movie uh is a good sign because sometimes i get further distance from a movie and i start to like why did i like that movie that much and i start to like poke holes in it like there's a movie that is absent from my top 10 that was in my top 10 for a very long time and i think we're going to talk about it because i i have to imagine it's in your it's probably in your top five uh, but the further distance I got from that movie, the less I was able to go back and think, why did I like it that much? Whereas with the Batman, anytime I think about it, I'm like, if I just start to think about it, I'm like, yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Movie. Nothing but good things to say about that movie. You know what I would really love? I would love to see Robert Pattinson's The Batman and Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I did. That universe can work. I, we'll we'll see what J, how James Gunn feels about that, but we are getting uh, a Joker fully ado in a. I, I don't think it's next year. I think it's the following year. I think it's twenty twenty four, and that that has me excited. Yeah, so I guess I'll move into my number five, and this is a movie that literally I think it was I don't know if it was the first five or ten minutes of the movie I turned over to you in the theater. I said, "Well, yeah, this is going to be like one of my." top five i think i know what this is and it's uh spirited the christmas carol movie with ryan reynolds and will ferrell a movie so full of charm and 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 everything that you would love about both of those guys in a musical based on the christmas carol and it's it's just good i i just loved it the whole way all the songs are like fun but also snarky and it's just i i don't know it's it's everything you'd want i i i couldn't i loved it i just loved it and what it what it, and it's a very it's a treat to watch that movie because some of the, like the 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 songs alone are fun but like the way that they sort of choreograph some of the dance scenes in that movie I like I was just sort of like blown away watching it it's from the I think it's from some of the people who worked on the Greatest Showman so if you enjoyed watching the Greatest Showman you will enjoy watching this movie and uh, yeah I. I think Spirited is a very good movie. It's it did not make my top ten, but uh, I think it's I, I yeah it's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Go can't, watch it. I can't. 
it, you know, and it's funny because it was like an Apple TV movie that they only had in theaters for a week. And I really, I was like just leaving the theater and texting multiple people. I was like, go watch this movie before it's not in theaters anymore. Yeah. Or go get Apple TV. Worth watching. Literally. I actually think it was in there for longer than a week Um, because uh, I kept seeing it in theaters. But uh, I, I thought that it was in for only a week. I may have been thinking about Glass Onion. That yeah. was in it for one week and then set like a box office uh, record for the year for the most money made in limited release with one week of release. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for it. Yeah. Yeah. Deserves it. Yeah. Number two is the entire um, uh, box office length of the movie Banshees of Inisherin. Like the entire time that movie was in theaters, it made less money than Glass Onion made in one week. <laughs> well, good. See, that's then they'll just keep making them dang movies. I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Spirited. That's my number five. Uh, good choice. Um, uh, and uh, my number five is arguably probably the most biased take I have in this top 10. And it is um, uh, every year. I really hope that I can have at least one animated movie make my top 10 because I love animation and I think it is uh, sorely underrated. And this year had quite a bit of good animated movies. Uh, uh, the bad guys, I did not watch when it was in theaters, but when I caught up to it, it was quite good. I think strange world was uh good and uh hopefully it does better on disney plus than it did in theaters uh light year came out um and uh guillermo del toro's pinocchio uh which is probably going to win the oscar for best animated feature unless marcel the show with shoes on wins which i don't even know if i agree with that being considered an animated movie but it is what it is uh but it is a good movie as well Ryan watched so many dang movies this year. He just snuck in like four more honorable mentions. Uh, <laughs> and I also mentioned Lightyear, which is not an honorable mention. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, this is all to say that I think Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is better than all of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that movie. Oh God, that movie was so much fun. And I had such low expectations because when I saw the first trailer for it, I was like, ugh, ugh. And like the first Puss in Boots movie was fine. You know, like there's like it. it's not the worst movie in the Shrek franchise, but it's not even as good as the worst Kung Fu Panda movie, which the Kung Fu Panda movies are good. But like, like it, the first Puss in Boots, like it's just a movie that I never need to go back and watch. And when I saw the first trailer for this movie, I was like, oh, this looks more geared towards kids. And um, this animation, like when you're watching the trailer for the movie, I thought the animation was like, oh, I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about this. Like it looks wrong. But when you when I got to see the movie, the animation hits so much better than I could have ever expected. And the movie like does not like it's not a movie like it's a it's a kid's movie like it's a family movie but like it has like this tone to it It has this like recurring character in it that really doesn't seem like it was a character create crafted with the expectation that kids are going to watch this movie and the the themes in this movie the characters like the voice cast like god i just think it's a great movie and it's probably the best dreamworks movie to come out since the maybe like the last how to train your dragon 
Yeah, you know, funny. So, Puss in Boots, I actually got the the email, um, like the the super early, like one month early release, like yeah. not even. A we week watched or this movie like in like late November, and it came out Christmas Day for most. Yeah, and I got the early release and was like, oh, I'll just I'll just get us tickets, and and we uh, went with our mom. Right, didn't even see it. I didn't see a trailer. I didn't even know this movie was coming out. Literally, um, and I was like, oh, Puss in Boots probably be a good enough movie, and then. Ryan even said he was like, have you seen a trailer for this movie? And I was like, no. Watch the trailer. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I literally actually almost thought bad things. I was like, maybe I shouldn't have gotten these tickets. But when I watched it, I was, you know, pleasantly surprised. I was like, this this is good. This The animation isn't as bad as I thought it might be. Um, I actually think the animation works really well. Yeah, yeah, like, it does. It actually is good, solid animation. It's just it has a few of those uh you know like the the transitions the way it moves sometimes that make it look a little weird and, and if the whole movie looked like that it'd be it'd be terrible um but but it's really just singular moments that kind of look that way um but yeah it's a good solid story i you know i i it wouldn't make it into my top 10 but i totally understand why it makes it yours you know what you know what the secret ingredient that i think it had that that made it just have that little pop cats i was gonna say florence pew <laughs> yeah well you know she makes everything better. Exactly. Uh, except Don't Worry, Darling. She makes Don't Worry, Darling not absolute garbage, is what I heard. That's that's valid. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. You didn't actually watch it. Didn't actually watch it. Yep. I, yeah. I, I said there are movies that, hey, before reviews and people were talking about Don't Worry, Darling, I was totally all for and, and going to see it. Um, and then I heard all the reviews and I was like, I will not watch bad movies anymore. I don't regret watching that movie. I I I was able to enjoy it, but uh, yeah, is it a I, bad I, movie? I, yeah. I you know it's hard to always it say is. what's up. Okay, well yeah, there you go. He says a bad <laughs> but movie. I liked it, uh, but we're not talking about that. Um, yeah. uh, so you already did your number five, right? Yep, and that was your number five. So we go into number four, uh, and I actually uh, casually mentioned this movie uh, when we were talking about um, I think Glass Onion, or when we were talking about box office. Of limited release, uh, Banshees of Inisherin. Um, the Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, it's just such a great movie, you know. Um, it like watching that movie and seeing uh, the 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 on screen chemistry of uh, Colin Farrell and uh, uh, Brendan Gleeson like inspired me to go home and like watch uh, the first movie that they did with the same director. Uh, I. It's like Martin McDonough. I don't know if that's his specific name, but it's something like that. Uh, they did a movie called In Bruges. Like I, I was like, I need to watch more of this, of these two directed by this guy. So I went and watched that movie. And that's also a very good movie. But uh, Banshees of Inishirin, yeah, it's just got this. Uh, it's uh, going back to the director, his other movies, In Bruges, uh, which I had to watch after Banshees. Uh, he did Seven Psychopaths, which uh, had uh, Sam Rockwell, Colin Farrell, and uh, Woody Harrelson. And then he also did uh, uh, Three Billboards outside of uh, Ebbing, Missouri, which uh, was like my top three movie that year. I love Three Billboards. Didn't it win the, the Best Picture? Too? It did not. Oh, it did. It won like a Best Screenplay, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think Banshees of Inishirin is probably going to win a Screenplay Award, if anything. But uh, it's just like such a fantastic movie. And earlier I said that Austin Butler deserves to win Best Actor. If Colin Farrell won Best Actor, I would not be upset. You know, it's funny. We watched this movie, and, and as much as I could recognize like how good it was, some sometimes I just see the limitations of of my ability to receive and critique movies. Um, and, and this is one of them where, where I just wasn't getting, 
I wasn't getting this movie. <laughs> I wanted to get this movie. I wanted to like it more, but I just, it just wasn't, I, I, I couldn't get it. Oh, another, another, I, I also want to shout out, uh, Barry, uh, Keoghan. Uh, uh, I think oh. he, I think he should be nominated for best supporting actor. But, I would agree. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very Irish movie. It's a very, um, uh, like somber kind of like, a. Uh, like it's a, yeah, I find, find, found the movie funny like quite a bit throughout it, but it's like a, a bit of a downer, you yeah, know, dark comedy, yeah. Uh, but ah, god, yeah, such a great movie. I love it. I loved it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, my number four, your number four, my number four, uh, Netflix movie that didn't get into theaters, I don't think. All Quiet on the Western Front, great movie, yeah, <laughs> excellent movie. The, the gravity, the, the I mean, just uh, it's it's a movie about World War One and except it, it adaptation it, of the book and the uh, also it was made into a movie before. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's it's from the perspective of a German soldier and it just uh, helps highlight the that that war is hell everywhere, you know, and and even some of the falsehoods and the things that we think about it. And um, it's yeah, just evokes such a real lived experience and uh, you know it's just you know excellent the thing i appreciate most about this movie is that as a as a military movie not shot like um uh, it in america needing the american military it's not uh propaganda you know it's it's very anti-war yep uh like movies that are made in America that have like military equipment and stuff, they need the tacit approval of the American military to even be made. And so they are like, even the most critical ones are kind are, are still like have some aspect of like, um, uh, well, we still need this sort of thing. Like this is still an important thing. And all quiet on the Western front is like, it's just showing how needless the death is of like so many people like, just like seeing people die for no reason. And yeah, that, that this is a movie where you like, you basically like walked by me and asked, did you see all quiet on the Western front? And I was like, uh, no, did, did they, is it a remake? Is it a new one? And then I went and watched it like uh, a couple days later and I was like, Oh damn. Yeah. Everybody should watch it. Yeah. And it's on Netflix. Uh, did you watch uh subbed or dubbed? Uh, oh, yeah, this is a huge thing. If you haven't already watched this movie, you must watch it subbed. You need to listen to it in its original in, in German language. Because Netflix started started it with the yep. with the English um, uh, dub over for me. And I was like, yeah, within five minutes, I immediately said I was like, I this needs to change. I yeah. need to change this over to you, you need to hear it in their language. I, I don't care if you like subs or not. It just won't. It doesn't actually hit the same. Yeah, um, I feel I feel it. That was your number four. That was your number four. And I just gave my number four, right? So you're going into your number three. Here we go. The top three, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I think I know your three, but I could be wrong. Oh, you think you do, huh? I think think you might. You might. Uh, So this this movie actually jockeys for my number two a little bit. Um, But there's there's a I have to looking at these two movies and I, I have to step back and be a little objective about it. And I think this movie has some some excesses that that maybe drag away from it a little bit and so that's why uh rrr makes it into my number three ah did you think that's what it was gonna be i thought this was, would be in your top three 
Yeah. So yeah. RRR. I think I know what your number two is then. Yeah. Yeah. And then you almost certainly know what my number two is because you also almost certainly know what my number one is. Yeah. But um, RRR, just just a spectacular movie. That is, I mean, that is the way you describe. I would describe Avatar Way of Water as spectacular. And this movie is spectacular. And you know, you, I don't know if this movie made it into your top 10, but if you know, you said that the Batman was your only superhero movie. Well, this is practically a superhero movie. In yeah. my, you know, to me, almost it's it's I mean, it, it feels like that. But I mean, I, I don't even I don't think I can do this movie justice other than to say it's literally like Ryan had to kind of convince me to watch it a little bit because I was like, oh, what it's is a, that? And I gave it a try. And like, you know, it took about I 30 think, minutes where I was like, oh, my God, this movie's amazing. I think what helped you to start watching it is that you saw me watching it. Mm-hmm. And you saw like you just saw like a segment of the movie and you're yeah. like, what? it's like the first scene of the movie, really, that just it, it hooks you immediately. Yeah. And I've I've been I've been trying to get so many other people to watch the movie. Yeah, and like no, you're the only one who got to who who I convinced to watch it th- so far, and it's because you saw a glimpse of the movie. And so I think just seeing it is enough to convince you to get into it because it's a three hour Indian movie, and so yep. it's three hour yeah. foreign film. But it's it's literally yeah one of the best movies this year. Like. Uh, objectively i say it's it's one of the best movies this year it's not yeah. just a subjective thing like this literally jockeys for another two of other objectively best movies this year for me yeah uh yeah so i'm just gonna move into my number three uh, and uh this is gonna reveal to you that i don't have your number two in my top 10 uh but my number three was one of your honorable mentions and it's the movie barbarian uh so you you mentioned how horror is not really your genre um and it's not always my genre either uh but barbarian i i love it so much when a movie surprises me and god did that movie surprise the hell out of me i like there there is a um uh, there's a moment in the movie like it it is a it is a change from one scene to the next and from the mo and from from the second that that happened, I just had a smile on my face, like uh, like throughout the rest of the movie. And uh, this is uh, that, that's a weird thing to have on your face for most of that movie. I look, look I because I was just so entertained. I was just like like it's hor- mm, It's a yeah. horrifying movie, but sure, like I was sure. just so impressed with what I was watching. For so much it made him smile guys has anybody seen barbarian this guy smiled most of barbarian what i a just fucking freak <laughs> i no, it's just such a it's just such a like it, it's it's a messed up movie but it's also fun like it's directed by one of the guys from the whitest kids you know uh it has um uh it has uh, another scars guard uh this time bill the pennywise mm-hmm. one a great year for a stellar year for scars guards because the mm-hmm. dad was in uh uh, Andor, and that's a great movie. Oh, uh, TV show? Yeah, TV show. Sorry, yeah. fantastic TV show. Uh, you know, it's not a movie, but I'll I'll slot this in honorable mention. Please go watch that show. It's literally like the best Star Wars thing to come out in a while. Yeah, so. Andor is great. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, this movie, you go into it, and if you have not had it spoiled, and God, I hope you can go into this movie without it being spoiled. Um, just, you're just going to be in for not what you expected. This movie will not be what you expect it is like, yeah, point blank. Like it is the, the measure of how good like horror, you know, the horror genre films, uh, are to me 
for someone that doesn't really like them particularly, but I, I have, there are some that I enjoy is how often do I catch myself with my mouth? Just my jaw dropped, like literally just sitting there with my mouth open. I, this, it's the subversion. Yeah. 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 And there's quite a few moments in this movie, like where I'm just like sitting there like dumbfounded, like what am I watching right now? You know? And, and yeah, I, that's why I get had an honorable mention. Like it's, it, it's not a favorite, but it is a great movie. Yeah. From the moment the movie came out, I was like, uh, okay, uh, well, I already know what my top two movies of the year is, but here you go. Number three. <laughs> like I, I left the movie. I was like, that's, that, that's number three. And, uh, I did, I, I did keep it there and I, God, I love this movie. Excellent. Um, man. So we're going to go into my number two, which you just talked about. It's, oh. this, it's this little movie called RRR. Okay. Well, great. Um, and God, man, uh, I I really hope more people take the time to watch this movie. I, I understand the hurdle that it's a three-hour movie with subtitles. But I think if you just start watching it. Um, the first scene, that first just, and, and not even any spoilers. Yeah, you just got to watch like the first like 10, 20 minutes and it'll get you. So I like I I started watching the movie with the expectation that like uh like if I if I get sort of worn out by the movie uh I can maybe like take a break in the middle come back to it later because you know it's a Netflix movie I can pause it and just sort of return to it um didn't need to do that was happy to watch every second of it um and then when you started watching it on your own later um I don't think I've sat and watched the whole movie with you but I I. I, I think I showed up like when you were like probably an hour left in the movie, sat down and rewatched it again. Like, th and this was like what, like the ne the next day or something mm -hmm. that you were watching it. Cause like, I just like wanted to watch that movie again. I think of any of all the movies in my top 10, I think this is arguably the most rewatchable, like maybe not, maybe not sit down to watch the whole thing, but like you can take, like any number of scenes from this movie, sit down, watch them and be entertained and be happy about it. And like, God, it's just, and I, 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 I'm, I'm following stuff with like award stuff. And it seems like this movie might not get into the best picture race, which is disappointing to me. Um, I'm hoping it, it seems to be a, like, it'll get a best original song uh, for the, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, not to not to which uh i think i don't know if that's the original translation another thing about the netflix version of the movie is that it's dubbed over with a different indian language uh because of like some weird i don't know but uh it, it, it's it, you you'll still watch the movie and like it, it it's not a major issue but uh yeah uh probably won't win best original song because you know rihanna made a song for black panther so that's probably going to take it but just to be nominated, you know, uh, get a little recognition that and, it deserves. And just to, and just in the hope, like if the Oscars was ever going to be a watchable thing, it's because they got th those guys to go up and perform that song on the Oscar stage. That, that would make a, that would make a, a worthy show and hopefully get people to watch the movie for sure. Um, so I, think I guess I know your number two. Yeah. Ryan already knows my number two and we already know each other's number one. Uh, we've had no illusions about what the number one movie of this year was, but my number two, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it. Cause I mean, if you haven't seen it, I just don't know what you're doing. Top Gun Maverick. It's I, I think it's still currently the highest grossing movie of the year. Um, uh, Avatar is 
could take it out uh, on the um, uh, worldwide box office, but it's going to hold it no matter what for the year domestic. Yeah, it's I mean, it's unequivocal. It's a great movie. Top Gun Maverick 2 said to many people, watch the first Top Gun. You're like, uh, okay, this is like cool. This was probably really cool in the 80s. It's it's all right now. I think it's a bad movie. Yeah, it's it's really not like, I I, I literally like, it, it didn't make me want to go watch Top Gun Maverick 2. We almost didn't. We literally were like, eh, probably just going to skip it. Not going to see it. But heard good things, heard great things. And we're like, all right, let's give it a try. Literally, yeah, one of the best movies of the year, undoubtedly. Just such, such a good, tight story. Really excellent, uh, you know. This was, this was in my top 10, basically, up until like... Uh Basically, until I watched uh, Prey and Fresh, and because uh, I did not list it as my honorable mentions, but it's literally my number 11, and I didn't list it because I knew it was going to be on your list. Like, I knew there was no doubt it was going to make your list, and th- this is this is the movie I was talking about when we were talking when I was talking about Batman of a movie where I it's hard for me to try and remember why I liked it so much. I know that it's good. Like everyone is like everyone loves it. Um, and it's just hard for me to go back and remember what about this movie was so good because I think it is Tom Cruise was right to keep that movie held. Uh, this movie relies on the theatrical experience, uh, and, and maybe it's a great watch at home, but if you didn't get to watch it in theaters, uh, that that's just unfortunate. Um, yeah, the, the movie was made to be seen on a big screen and, it it's it's like a thrill ride in 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 much the same way that an avatar or even rrr kind of is like a movie that is meant to be experienced and top gun again didn't make my list just barely not though and i i did want to give take the chance to say that this is just a great movie you know it is the thing is i could i could probably in some ways drop Top Gun down from number two. It, it has to be on the top ten. It's just a good movie objectively and subjectively. I enjoyed it. Um, but like, there's things. There's almost things that I like. I would say it's it's maybe in some ways like a run of the mill kind of movie. It's not trying to do anything crazy. Like I almost in some ways maybe like you know Batman more. I like RR more for it doing something a little different kind of. Um, but again, my point with RR is that it is a three hour movie, and there there does feel like there's you know in the same way I might say Avatar 2's bloated. Um, RR might be a little bloated too. It might have a little more, a little excess, but but you appreciate that's kind of just yeah how um, I, Indian films are. It's yeah, it's just like that. That movie is an epic, but Top Gun Maverick is it is an it, A plus, perfectly crafted movie. I I I don't blame you. I yeah, I I expected this to be on your list. I don't know if I expected it to be number two, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, if I'm honest. But let's move on for that movie. Don't need to talk about the movie more. Let's give way more time and talk about the number one movie of the year. Morbius. Of course. It's God, Morbin time, boys I, and girls. I, I, Jared Leto deserves I, every award. I can't best say actor. enough good things about I think he movie. can be best actress. I think he should be best supporting actor. And I think he should be best supporting actress. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, yeah. honestly, if he doesn't sweep the Oscars alone, uh, I'll be I'm, I'm never going to watch him again. And of course, we're referring to the parallel universe in which that occurred, because we're actually talking about number one. Everything, everywhere, all, all at once. once. The best fucking movie of the year. Undoubtedly. Hands down. Like a movie that makes you fucking cry and laugh within the span of 30 seconds the whole time that you're watching it. It's it, like a movie that is is so unique 
and so so uh what am i what am i what is the words i'm looking for here like one of a kind uh takes so many chances so a concept bold that's, daring yeah, that, that, uh, uh, yeah concept that should be so difficult to understand but they deliver it so well that even even just a regular moviegoer can get it and and get the significance it's it's the fucking best movie of the year. This movie came out like in the beginning of the year, and and every it is now literally my gold standard. It is my well, this isn't an everything everywhere all at once. It's literally my if I compare other movies, I'm like, how much worse is this than everything everywhere all at once? So I I vaguely said this after I saw Barbarian. I was like, God, I love this movie, but it can't be. It there's no universe where it's beating the two above it. And when I watched RRR, I was like, God, this is such a great movie, but there's no universe where it's beating everywhere, everything everywhere all at once. Cause like the moment, like I left that movie, I was like, I just saw the best movie of the year. Yep. We, but, we, were, we both left the movie and we were like, can you think of anything bad to say about that movie? Like, <laughs> can you think of a, can you think of a movie better than this movie that you've seen in like the past, like several years? Yeah. Nope. I like to like, and I am still getting further away from the movie and I've not taken the time to rewatch it. And I know at some point I need to rewatch it so I can like firmly give a placing of it in like my all time uh, opinions of movies. Cause God, it's just such a, I, yeah, I think, I think we even talked about this movie on a podcast before. I think we did like a recap of the month and I think it was just an excuse for us to talk about that movie and yeah. say that it was better than everything else we had seen. Yeah, it's it is an A plus movie in my mind, with no doubt. There is no, there really isn't much argument that I can hear somebody make. I don't like to say like, oh, I'm not willing to listen to arguments on something, but but like this movie, I I, I can't see how one could say that this is not one of the best movies ever made of all time. Literally, I mean, again, there there are a lot of amazing movies. I'm not saying like it's literally better than every other movie, but it's one of the like this has got to be in those the top numbers of any movie ever made. It's it's fucking fantastic. If you haven't seen this movie, yeah. just stop. Just yeah. stop what you're fucking doing and go buy it on any service. I don't care if it costs fucking twenty dollars. You should have spent. I, you should have spent. I bought the Blu-ray. I can come bring it to you if you if you know who I am. Like uh, I'll lend it to you. Like watch it. Yeah. I think I think it's on uh, some streaming service. I think maybe HBO Max. Who knows? Yeah. I I only hope and wish. That this gets more recognition as time goes on. If it doesn't get nominated for Best Picture, uh, the Oscars will be uh, bullshit, and I won't even like, like, like I don't even know if I'll watch them to begin with. I will watch them maybe to see if they perform the RRR song. But uh, they're like, if this movie is not nominated for Best Picture, then it's a bit a big pile of like shit. Absolutely. If it's not at least nominated, I can see how it wouldn't win. You know, like again, because it is kind of a you know the, the Oscars are kind of bullshit in that way. Yeah, but. If it if if people don't recognize that this is one of the best movies ever and it doesn't get a nomination, yeah, it's it's just a fucking crock of shit. And I literally will never watch the officers again in in like a, a minor form of protest. Yeah. So, but that I mean, those are the top ten. Everybody, everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once. Let me say it one more time: the fucking number one movie of the year of of the last ten years potentially. Yeah. Um, and I mean, what what's its competition? Paddington two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, so that's all we have to say about the good. And I'm happy. So we sort of took a break from doing this. And part of the reason why was that uh, I didn't like being negative on things. I like sort of shout. I, I wanted to stop 
dwelling on the negative. The last thing we did was the Halo uh, episode, and that was just a like an hour of us talking about how bad it was. And it sort of put a bad taste in my mouth. And so, but I really wanted to come back so we could talk about the best movies of the year. With that being said, I don't think it would be right for us to talk about what was good this year and ignore what was bad. Yeah. So here's a few of the worst movies. Ryan's actually got more than me because, I mean, again, like, you know, he just got more reasons to talk talk about. I I have because I basically ranked like every movie of the year, more or less. Like it's not a definitive and numbers change, but my five worst have been the five worst, like basically since I've seen all five. Um, And only one of them, I think, is no, I, I don't think this is a very controversial I think the order is controversial. I've got um, a very controversial worst movie of the year. I'm excited to hear it because I bet it's something I like. Uh, my number five worst movie of the year, Jurassic World Dominion. Trash. It, it, it is trash, but I'll, trash, I, you know, I'll give it this. It's trash in a way that I can understand how people like it, but I think it's, it's just total trash. Of these five movies, it is the one, it is the only one where it did something so boldly, daringly stupid that I couldn't help but like crack a little smile when the, when the mosquito things all like catch fire. And like, I was just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And the fact that they filmed it is a miracle. Yeah, there's just too many dumb little things in that movie. Uh, again, if you liked it though, I, you know, hey, yeah, I, no, I don't really hate that. You know, I get I, it. I think of this as dumb fun. Here's my thing: I don't, I didn't walk out of any, I didn't stop watching any of these movies and think, and and not have a bit of a good time on any of them, except for one. There's one movie I finished and I was like, the only reason I had a good time is because I was making fun of it the whole time. And we'll get to I'll get to it. Uh, I'm just going to run through my five because you only have yeah. like two. I'll just comment. To, yeah, because and, yeah. and you probably have one of the some all the ones that I have too. Uh, my number four is Black Adam again. Like I, I like I had a good time with it. I thought it was like entertaining, but it's it's absolutely the worst. Uh, well, no, it's not the worst superhero movie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's not that other movie you're thinking of is not a superhero movie. It's the worst uh, DC. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst DC superhero movie of the year. Um, and yeah, um, not even The Rock can save it. Uh, quite frankly, the only thing good about the movie, in my opinion, was that the was it the Justice Squad? The the other guys. Pierce Brosnan's cool. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan was cool. And uh, uh, I other know, people with the faces. Yeah, I know his name, but I'm, I can only think of him as Hardison from uh, uh, Leverage. I, I can't remember his name right now. I share a birthday with that guy. He's cool. Uh, uh, number three worst movie, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, my God. You know, I actually did start watching that for about for literally like five or ten minutes. Like, I don't know how far I got into it. Like, I don't even think I got past some creature dying or whatever. And I was like, wow, this is already really bad. I'm literally not spending any more time in it. I stopped watching it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, this this movie's so bad. They like create like this like magical like character of cuteness and then kill it like five minutes into the movie it's like so dark um wow uh i only watched the movie because my mom wanted to watch it and so i was like oh i want to see a movie with my mom i had no plans on watching it otherwise um and i was i was right to not have plans to watch it uh uh second worst movie uh, is morbius uh 
it's not the worst movie of the year. I it's, had a fun time Mormon watching time. it. Yeah. Mormon. Hey, this guy had a fun time watching it. Okay. But I walked out of the movie saying, what the fuck was that? That was the fucking, like, it, it, I, I immediately with no uncertain terms was like, that movie was fucking trash. Like walking out of the movie. He said he had fun though. Which I, I always, I had fun hey. because Matt Smith looked like he was having fun. Like he was like, he was just like, like living it up. Like he was like, I have house of dragons on the way. This movie's trash. Um, y'all are gonna love me anyways. I'm Doctor Who, bitches. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, but it's Morbin time though, so it is Morbin time, <laughs> but not the worst movie of the year. Uh, because the worst movie of the year, um, for the second year in a row, uh, I have to put a Halloween movie as the worst movie I've seen this year. But and I thought last year, Halloween Kills, when I said it was the worst movie of the year. Even then, I was like, but I had a fun time. It was so silly. It was so goofy. You know, like I, I, like I thought it was a bad movie, but I enjoyed it. Halloween ends is not a, it's, it's not even enjoyable. Like I was, I just, I wish I watched it all the way through with somebody so we could have just been making fun of it the whole time. I, I again, I don't want to be too negative because like it, it is a movie where like some of the kills are still no, the kills are the least creative they've ever been. Um, and the uh, at least at least um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, at least she's more in this movie than she was in Halloween Kills. But I don't think that's a credit to her. Um, just just the decision that they made with this movie about what direction they thought the story needed to go. And like, yeah, God, what a, what a baffling movie this was. And I heard that the guy who directed these Halloween movies is uh, going on to direct um, uh, I, some other uh, like uh, old horror franchise that's being brought back. I think maybe the exorcist or something like that. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they think this guy deserves to make movies. Here's the thing, you know. Again, I just don't have a great understanding. I, there's only certain kinds of horror movies I even kind of, I even like. A friend of ours said that he really liked the last one. I don't know what his opinions are on the new one. I'd love to. I'd love to, you know, get it, get a picture through his, you know, or I'd love to get his opinion through his lens of of, of movies and see if you know, like maybe his opinion is similar or or what it might be, but. I just I didn't I, even watch this movie though. Yeah, I just get I just don't understand like when you have Michael Myers like and you have Laurie Strode like why do you why do you make this the movie the way that they made this? It's so baffling. I don't understand. It, like it's confusing to me that this was given money, but it's not confusing to me why they released it straight to Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so happy no money I, I pay no money to watch this movie because I get Peacock for free. Straight to Peacock, you know, where many good movies go to be premiered to the masses. I, I we just watched uh, Vengeance on Peacock. Uh, that's a good movie. So I, I didn't watch Halloween Ends and I didn't watch uh, one of those other movies, uh, a Harry Potter movie, basically. Yeah. So but my list is basically the same, except behind. Right. It'd be actually like the number six. Right. It, it would be controversial this is gonna be so very controversial nobody's gonna agree with me here everybody's gonna say robert you are ridiculous clearly for even saying this it 
Is it Thor Love and Thunder? It is. It is, in <laughs> fact, Thor Love and Thunder, the movie that broke me. Literally, like, you know, like, I, I had this hope. I, you know, I wanted, I, I, I like everything that Marvel's done. But, but like, they have been making choices, lots of choices that I have not been very happy with for a while. And my favorite superhero, that this movie was unacceptable. It was unfucking acceptable. It literally, like, Marvel fatigue is real. Disney fatigue is real. And this was a movie that literally like made me be like, I I'm, I almost was like, I didn't watch Black Panther. I, I almost didn't watch it on its first weekend because I was like, I'm not going to watch any more Marvel movies until I know that they're good enough to watch. Uh, like, I'm probably going to do the same thing with, with Ant-Man. I'm probably just not going to go to the movies anymore opening weekend. Like, they need to earn my, my dollars now. I don't watch the Marvel shows hardly anymore. I, I, like, avoid watching. I didn't watch Andor when it first came out. I had to wait multiple weeks, even though it's one of the best things ever, because I'm, like, silently protesting. And Thor, Love and Thunder was the one that did it. Like, why is it so bad? Well, because you make, you know, my favorite superhero a dumbass that is the butt of every joke. Uh, as much as it's fun and flashy and there's cool things happening, like, it's not even a great story in general. It has two, uh, two conflicting tones that never fucking resolve very well. Like, it's just, you know, I think it's a fucking mess. I don't think it's, like, did I kind of enjoy it at the time? Yeah, but, like, I really just came away being really fucking disappointed. And this was one of those movies that truly disappointed me this year and i was like damn man like this this had everything i mean whoa natalie portman lady thor like so much good stuff gore the god butcher like so much so many elements here that were so could have been so good guardians of the galaxy were in this movie for a minute Uh, like why was this not one of the best movies because i don't know so something i this is actually i don't want to get on too much of a tangent but also i kind of do want to get on a tangent here because this is the first year um this is the first year basically since the MCU has existed where um, at least since the first Avengers movie where not a single Marvel movie uh, deserved to be one of my top 10 favorite movies. And there were, there were three movies to try and contend for that. Um, I thought Dr. Strange was worse than Thor love and thunder. Um, But like neither, neither of them were particularly high up on my overall lists. And I did enjoy watching them. Uh, Black Panther was the highest of the three. And even then I was like, oh yeah, I like this movie. And then Avatar came out like less than a month after. And I was like, oh, but like, that's cool. But this is better. But I like this. Avatar is better than Black Panther. And I think, I think it handles similar themes, similar underwater stuff. Like it, it looks better. It it experiences better. Like it's, it's a better movie. And I think of them, Black Panther is clearly the best of them. But, you know, I was thinking about this, like in going into this list that I'm also kind of feeling the Marvel fatigue. And and I don't know if it's just that the Marvel movies are getting like lazier or if it's that I'm watching better movies. Like I, my controversial uh, hot take uh after i watched rrr was to go on facebook and post that it was better than every single movie in the mcu and i still believe that i still i think it i <laughs> it's funny because you know let's was even my comment how i was like well you said that the the uh this wasn't you, you didn't there was not another super, superhero movie in your list and yeah. i was like rrr is practically a superhero movie and like it is not only like i 
watch the movie you'll understand but like just in like the idea of like um uh, uh modern myth making and like taking uh cultural characters and elevating them like in rrr the two main characters are based on real people but they are not those real people they they are heightened versions of these uh actual people and so um and that is in the Indian culture, like that, that is their myth making, that is their uh, storytelling. And Marvel has been our like sort of cultural myth making basically for the past 10 years. That's been the most important media going on other than Star Wars. And like, I think Andor helped stop the bleeding on my Star Wars fatigue. Um, but, but the Marvel fatigue, I don't. Like I realized last night that I'm not excited for Ant-Man really. Um, like I'm excited to see how Jonathan Majors does as um, uh, King the Conqueror because I think he's a really good actor. But I, it, it's, I'm my hope for 2023 movies is that uh, some of the big blockbuster, big budget stuff doesn't disappoint um i i just just this morning i i watched a thing sort of previewing the big movies of the year what i what i assume is going to be the big money maker next year is going to be the little mermaid i hope that's not like just another lion king beauty and the beast where it's just the same movie i hope i hope it does something to make it worthwhile but i've never seen the original little mermaid so it'll be a new experience for me either way um and then there's other big movies coming out. There's uh, the two Marvels. There's three DC movies coming out. We got Shazam. We got The Flash. We got Aquaman. I expect mm, Shazam's going to probably be entertaining. And I think Aquaman might be entertaining. But I like, I like, it's boycotting most of those movies. I could see, um, uh, this, I, I could see superhero fatigue, like maybe coming on in a way. But uh, I don't think they'll completely I, go away. But I just I don't know if they're going to be the juggernauts at the box office forever. Uh, the fa- uh, the final, the tenth fa- Fast and the Furious movie is coming out next year. That's another big one. Um, I'm excited to see uh, two movies come out the same day: the Barbie movie, uh, directed by Greta Gerwig, and uh, Oppenheimer, directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, I I have a feeling one of those two movies is gonna be like a big like cultural touchstone for the year in a way that the Marvel movies just can't do anymore because they make them so interconnected that none of them stand alone and that's the big problem and I think that's what made Black Panther the best of the movies but it had this recurring thread throughout the movie of oh remember the MCU here's here's um a Julia Louise Dreyfus to remind you that you're watching an MCU property and it just sort of uh it like MCU movies need to be allowed to be movies and not TV shows. I mean, I, I essentially basically agree with kind of the point you're making. Really, I mean, this is my sort of semi-cynical spiel, is that it's not about making movies anymore. It's about making product. There are timelines. These movies need to come out. They need to complete keep moving this little story along. Phase five, now phase six, whatever phase we're on. It's make that movie. I don't care if it's good or not. It needs to come out on X date. Fix it in time, release it, 
keep going next yeah. movie whether the movie and here's the thing is that you know so many people have ascribed to hey i was ascribed i was like every marvel movie i'm going day one i'm gonna see it and you know i'm gonna be there i'm gonna subscribe to this product because product is good and so many people keep up subscribing to product because it is product because they want anything to consume this is my opinion hey you know you can you can argue with me you can I, say no i yeah no i i like these movies because they're fun and good and this and that i'm like it's, yeah but they're not the kind of good and fun I think product is deserve. one way. Product's one way to look at it. I think of it more as the content. Like, are we watching? Are we watching art? Are we watching a, a film that like someone had a creative vision behind, or are we watching content? And in twenty twenty three, my I think I, I'm going to make it a goal to watch a hundred movies, if not more. And the thing that's going to separate the good from the mediocre from the bad is what's content and what's what is something that someone like really wanted to make? Yeah. And that's, I'm going to probably try and watch less movies. I'm going to try and only watch movies that are truly worth my time and direct my time, my attention, my eyeballs, my money towards things that are more worth it. I don't just want to give my, I don't just have hours and hours to while away watching things that are just okay. I don't need new product. I, but I will enjoy good stories and good film. The the one thing I will say, and and you mentioned you're not like you used to be the day one uh, Marvel movie. I think I'm still going to do that. I think I'm still going to be the person to try and watch movies as soon as I can, but not not to like be the fanboy and not to like think of it as like supporting like uh, money making or what have you. It's just I want to form my own opinions, and I want to basically sort of broaden like if you if. I'm going to maybe even try to watch more bad movies on purpose so that I can have the broader look at what what's failing and what's doing good. Because when I was making my list, like I actually had to bump stuff down because I felt like, well, half of this list I'm giving B, like the majority of the list was B minus and up. And I just had to like be more critique of critiquing of things. But like when you really think about it, I was, I was self serving myself the movies that I wanted to see. So they should skew likable. But if I just, I'm going to try and watch movies that I don't even think that I would like and try to like allow that to form my opinions so that when I see something that I do like, I can, yeah, this is personal goals for me. And uh, another thing looking into 2023, I don't know, what this podcast is going to be. We haven't done it in like half a year. I really wanted to do this uh, top 10 for the year. And I would like to probably do a best picture um, uh, nominee thing. Uh, hopefully I, I, I'm hoping that I've already seen all the movies that are going to get nominated other than the ones that don't come out until next year, like women talking. I've heard that's probably going to get nominated uh, and it won't be available to watch until a, oh, over like a week from today if or maybe a couple days but uh yeah i'm excited to talk about i i would like to see where this podcast goes if anybody's listening and wants to do some podcasting yourselves um hit one of us up and maybe you can just have a conversation with one of us like uh, if you know my brother and you want to just uh get your voices heard and talk talk about something you like and sort of share your opinion on some of the things that he said or some of the things that I've said, or if you know me and you want to like, uh, like, uh, take some time to sit down in front of a microphone and have, uh, strangers on the internet, or maybe it's probably mostly people that know us on the internet, take a listen. Um, 
then yeah, go ahead and uh, hit us up. And uh, uh, yeah, like I, the thing I like most about this podcast is just being able to like have some expression and I'm not very good at writing things down. I think I might try to do a letterbox next year and like write stuff, but I just don't know if that's my thing. I'd rather talk stuff out and I like talking stuff out with you, brother. And uh, you can hear Thor in the background. He's a, he's a dog. Um, uh, and this means that I should probably wrap things up. Um, yeah, this dumb dog's getting annoyed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agreed. You want to talk? Hit us up. You know, we can talk about stuff or whatever. Yeah. Things. But yeah, I enjoy uh, talking about movies and film. Uh, and, uh, you know, it'd be good that you uh, will watch everything and I'll just watch some things and you can tell me what's actually legitimately good and I can actually go watch just the things that are good. And then I'll just tell him to watch the bad things secretly. Yeah. And then he ruins it one time and I don't watch anything he tells me to watch anymore. And then I miss the RRs. Yeah, and you're gonna line up to see more Morvin too. It's Morvin time. Um, but uh, I think that's it, folks. So I can't remember how we sign off. Uh, I think it was. Uh, that's all. And I've been Robert and Ryan. Thanks. Uh, bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. Yeah. Whatever we used to say. Peace out, everybody. I think I, sometimes I would do like a small yip.